Good morning and welcome to the Monday Morning Show. Jennifer, good morning. Good morning. Happy Monday. Yeah, happy Monday. Did you guys have a good Easter? We did. We did a little bittersweet. We lost our Gaga yesterday, but the sun was out and it was a beautiful day and he has risen and it was... Yeah. It was, uh, we had a, a lot of my side of the family and nice. friends around, which is always chaos, so you really can't yeah. even Seems like can't the, even the sun always pops out though, right? It does, it was chilly, but we, um, the kids got, all the nephews and nieces were over and they got um, kites. So nice. it was perfect for that perfect. and it was beautiful out. How about you guys? Oh, it was a, well, you know, we celebrated my mom's birthday yes. for like four Yay. straight days. So Thursday was my mom's birthday and we did something I don't think we've done since we were kids. Just the four of us in the family went out to lunch. Oh, wow. And it's something you guys probably do all the time, right? You and your husband and kids. Yeah. We were trying to think of the last time we did that. Yeah. And it was probably, I think we said Bill Knapps or something Oh, my like stars. That. Oh, I bet your mom loved that. She did love that. Yeah, Bill Knapps or I thought maybe a wedding or something that we had to go yeah. to. But you don't realize how much time passes before you just... You know, that's you a get good together with your OG original family. Yeah, that's a good recommendation for kids. Like with Mother's Day and Father's Day coming yes. up, just plan something, you know, with just your, the originals and yeah, that's right. reminisce. That's yeah. nice. Yeah, so it was cool. And then uh, Thursday night, uh, we met some friends in Ann Arbor. And then Friday, we surprised my mom with, uh, we went to Joe Muir Seafood in oh Detroit, which was great. So you had some, like, fine dining experiences back to back. Oh my back. gosh, yes, I did. Like three in a row. Veritas, Aventura. Oh my stars. And then Joe Muir. Nice. So uh, I highly recommend all three. I just, I have to ask, because we were talking about just before we went on. So Aventura, you said, highly recommend. Yeah. Tapas are excellent. And then it gets to the main course and you ordered what? Uh, a roasted half chicken. <laughs> well, I ordered that because I didn't know, I didn't. <laughs> I ordered it because I didn't know if I'd like the some of the tacos. Okay. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, but I just I mean I don't know. I just feel like I have a mayo allergy and an egg allergy, and as you know, most of that stuff comes with egg and stuff on it. And Ella was with us, so well, I Ella that, and I split the chicken. I bet that roasted chicken didn't have any of that on there. It didn't. It didn't. You know, it's interesting. I found we had a uh, cake for my mom's birthday. And I'm allergic to eggs, as you know. There yeah. were 75 eggs in that cake. What? Yeah, have you ever heard of this? No. Yeah, 75 eggs in one cake. Did you order an egg cake? No, that's just how many eggs it took to make that the cake that we had. So, I so didn't, you didn't get to have any? No, because I have an egg allergy. Right. Yeah. What happens to you if you eat egg? You don't want to know. You know? We have to leave. Yeah? yeah it's time to go. Uh oh. Yeah. yeah Same I get, thing with mayonnaise? Uh, yeah, because there's egg in it. I get like instant flu. Ooh. Like, Badly, Ooh. yeah. You don't want to. You don't want to be around. Okay, no eggs that, for you. When that happens, so. So like, can you? You can't even have like cookies that are made with eggs, or is it just if it's concentrated, like Correct. a lot of egg? Correct. Okay. Yeah, if it's like cook. Like one egg in a cake, you'll are, you're you're okay. okay. Yeah, All right. I could be okay, but I don't want to play that game. Seventy-five eggs, no. Yeah. Okay. Have you ever seen the Kids Choice Awards? Yeah, I saw. I saw them last week. Really? I did. Yeah. So I had never seen the Kids' Choice Awards, and I don't know, maybe it was Saturday night. Ellen, I watched the whole thing. Yeah, last week, though, right? Yeah, but we I watched think, it on Oh, they there. replayed it. We okay. watched it on, on demand. Oh, yeah. And it was the best award show I've ever seen. Uh, so fun. Yeah. My husband was stunned. One, Gronk, I think. Yeah, Gronk was the host, he Brandon. Was so you were like bringing you in. Such yeah. a great sport, yeah. right? But my husband could not believe all the superstars there. I know. And he's like, 
what in the world? And I'm like, hey, they're just banking for the future. You know, they yeah. got to keep these kids happy it's and engaged. Amazing. Yeah, it and really I was is. surprised at. Um, you know, my daughter knew all these kids. Yeah. And it's YouTubers, yeah. influencers, social stars. So it didn't used to be that way. Of you know, not. it used to be movies and shows and um, like specials. Yeah. And now, I mean, there were very few of those. I mean, these mm -hmm. are like everyday ordinary kids that just became yeah. famous on TikTok and YouTube. They did. My daughter's like, oh my gosh, there's Mr. Beast. Oh, my girls went crazy. Mr. Beast? Give me a break. So do you know Mr. Beast has a um, hamburger chain? Okay. And, uh, I don't know, one day last fall is a special treat to the girls. We sought this burger chain really? out because they love Mr. Beast because he does so many great things with his money, his fortune. He gives it away to people. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if they thought if we went there, maybe he would be there and, the, and he would give them a Tesla or whatever. <laughs> but so we, I, I drive to Metro Detroit and I drive all the way, you know, um, Boca de Pepo? Yeah. Okay. Driving all around. That's the address. Driving around, driving around. Can't find it. Can't find it. I call. And the person is in like another country and they said, well, it's a virtual restaurant. And I'm like, virtual? Oh, what does boy. that mean? So they actually prepare the food at Boca de Peppo okay. and you have to go inside and get it. And inside of that restaurant is like 10 restaurants now. Really? It's a weird, it's, a, it's kind of a cool concept, huh. a good use of space. Ghost kitchens. Ghost kitchens. Anyway, would you ever be slimed? Would you allow yeah, me I to would. slime you? I would. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that was the thing. They got to 1,000 slimes. Yes. That so, was fun. I highly recommend watching that. Yeah. I really do if uh, because it's the best award show I've ever seen. <laughs> it's so fun. Super fun. And again, if uh, you like football, Rob Gronkowski was the was the host. And they usually do have like an athletic yeah. person yeah, in, involved in that. Um, but I do feel like the production value, like JTV could have done even better. Well, yeah. I mean, it was just kind of uh, slime. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't there wasn't too much too much to it. Um, some N more NBA news. I, I, you weren't here last week. We had someone super glue themselves to the floor in an NBA game. Well, last night, um, lady uh, chained herself to the post again. Brandon, did you see this? This is I more. So this is all animal rights? Yeah, this is activists? more of the Glenn Taylor farm stuff. So um, this woman tied herself to the back, back of the basket and had to be dragged out. So if you aren't familiar, Timberwolves majority owner Glenn Taylor is accused of in inhumane practices at uh, the chicken, chicken farm. So, so last week, <laughs> this woman came down and super glued yeah. her hip to the floor. Yeah, and, and her wrists. And then this lady came down and chained herself to the basket. Uh, that's nuts. Not a cheap ticket to get in there though, right Brandon? Did she bring the chain in? I mean, well, that's, that's a big my question, question, is how did she get in? That's yeah. what we all want to know. Yeah, that was the big um, question. You think of the security we've been through in Detroit, Brandon, for yeah. Pistons games, we, we couldn't bring a chain in. <laughs> so my husband was telling me about this yesterday and I don't know if he was feeling weak due to the circumstances, but I said, what is going on? I mean, yeah. people could not be any crazier. And he said, well, they just feel that passionately about it. I'm like. I don't even know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> I have, uh, you know, I think it's working though. It is. The protests are working. I mean, everyone's talking about it. So. I know, well, yeah, I guess. So I, I came across a story, you know, because your phone listens to you talk. Yeah, yes. I came across a story uh, about KFC and their chickens and things like that. And they invited a YouTuber into one of their nicer farms to oh. like, uh, dispel meths. And um, another YouTuber went in later and told the real story. Oh. So it was very interesting. So yeah. uh, a lot of chicken in the news. So. I don't, 
I never want to know like how the sausage is made, you how don't. the hamburger is made, how the chicken breast is made. You I really just, don't. Mm -mm. No, especially uh, especially in that documentary I saw last night. Um, this is a fun story. A kindergartner um, lit up his class at snack time. Um, <laughs> Brought a four pack of Jose Cuervo pre-mixed margs um, to snack time. I want to party with this kid. And uh, during snack time, the drink was poured into multiple Dixie cups and <laughs> students drank it. Stop. Yes. Are you serious? I am serious. Like, now, was I, there no adults? Nobody caught what it was? You before? know how those, you know how the aides and everyone's just quickly getting the stuff in. They probably thought. Uh, they can't I, read? Well, I don't know if it looked exactly like that. Sometimes they come in those little pouches, you know? <laughs> so uh, this was at oh Grand River gosh. Academy in Livonia. And um, Jose Cuervo, huh? I didn't think people in Livonia drank Jose Cuervo, but I guess they do. So have you ever had an incident like that? There was a story last year about a, uh, a dad, probably just like me, drinking a White Claw on oh, the yeah. way to work every day because he thought it was an energy drink that his wife was buying. Stop so, it. Yeah, so I think his wife got in his car like a few months later and there were like 10 white claws in the back. <laughs> oh and she said, you know, those have alcohol in them. Stop. Yeah, like this much. That's probably why he didn't even catch yeah. on. But you'd think he'd start to get like sleepy after or something. Well, this is crazy. So the kids actually ingested it? Uh, yeah, they did in ingest it and uh, felt woozy. Oh my God. Well, you know what? Maybe it's a good thing. Maybe they'll never touch tequila again. That's right. What was your... Uh, what was your was it tequila? It was tequila. I, I'm not going to say how old I was, but I have not had it in decades. I'm not mm. a margarita, not a look at slam it, suck it shot, nothing. I've never heard of that. Um, you lie. I really have not. You, you lick the salt. Yeah, but I've never heard anyone call it that. No? No. Say it again. Lick it, slam it, suck it. I have never. Because you lick it, you do the shot, and then you suck on the lime. I, I've never... Uh, well, one, <laughs> one, one more illustration of how much older I am than you, Andy. That's right. I've never heard that. I just uh, thought it was a... It was from the real world. Shot <laughs> of tequila. So, hey, let's get to some scores. We have got... Or we don't have scores, but we've got some uh, potential games, although the weather is not looking really good right now. Snow. I know. What the Gosh. heck? You know, two years ago, on April 17th, 2020, we got a snowstorm. How soon we forget. So here's the schedule. And again, we're expecting heavy rain uh, starting around noon. We were supposed to get snow early this morning, but... Uh, I think now they're saying snow midday and then rain by three. That's okay. what I saw when I yeah, was coming so in. So not, it, not pretty. Yeah, so those are, the, those are the events. We hope they happen. Noah and uh, Jeff Steers and Bart were at a Napoleon track meet last week. It didn't end until 11 o'clock. What? There was, well, there were 16 teams. Wind. wind. Have you been out in the wind? Yeah. Yeah. It's been very windy. We uh, we had a sock. The the timing system, uh, the camera that stop that stops the uh, time the mm -hmm. time clock. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. It kept blowing over or something stop. like that. Stop. Yeah. Eleven o'clock at night. That's what I was told. And everything was lit up like a Christmas tree. I yeah. Mean. Yeah. So these spring sports have a uh, have a hard time. Uh, getting in, so you have to do it. I mean, the weather is just crazy, so you do what you can. Uh, well, Claire's playing spring soccer really? in Brooklyn. Yeah. How's that and, going? Oh my gosh! It was so Saturday morning at nine, sun was out. Yeah. Lovely. So cold, like to my core, freezing cold. How's uh, how's that going? Now, she she doesn't <laughs> play a lot of sports, does she? I mean, she's very athletic, but you know, she's more into horseback riding and things like that. So, I mean, there were a couple kids that 
she may have taken down. I, I feeling kind of bad about, but I think she enjoyed it. It's yeah, fun. it's fun. Soccer Saturday mornings are yeah. fun. It's, yeah. uh, it's good family time. It's like old home week, though. You see everybody that you haven't seen. And yeah. Really lo- like all the parents and everything. It was, that was really cool. Did you see some people you hadn't seen since high school? Uh, in a long, long time, yeah. 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 Very cool. Yeah, it was nice. Saturday mornings are fun. Hey, today's show is brought to you by Addison Awning, specializing in custom design of business and residential awnings of all shapes and styles. They're an expert in boat covers, built to your needs and made with strict attention to detail to protect your boat and keep it looking like new. Quality, design, experience, and their sign shop produces custom-made vinyl, hand-painted, and commercial signs. Yes. Thanks to Addison Awning. And it is boat season, so get those awnings it out is. and ready. It is boat season. so After have, today, anyway. Yeah, after today. So, Hey, we have got a, a great show lined up for you this Monday, and we're going to get things started right after this quick break. Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at viewermail at jtv.tv. JTV, news that brings Jackson together. Welcome back to The Morning Show on JTV. Today's show is brought to you by Vermeulen Home Furnishing. Now in their third generation of being family owned and operated, They take pride in helping people furnish their homes with comfortable brand name furniture at affordable prices. Thanks to Vermeulen Furniture for helping us bring you today's show. We'd now like to welcome our first guest, Jackson Director of the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services, Zoe Lyons. Good morning, Zoe. Good morning. Hi. Good to see you. Busy lady. Thank you. I saw you at the... Summit on Violence. I yes. Think. Yeah. So that was yeah. a, that was a, a great great day. It really was. It really was. Um, just to be able to come together and hear the speakers and learn together and then start planning. Yeah. Really absolutely. important. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Nice. So it is uh, Child Abuse Neglect Prevention Month. Prevention Month. So yes. we're uh, we're collecting items here at JTV. Oh, we're uh, we're trying to help out. What uh, what is happening at the MDHHS? So today, actually, as I hear, it's going to snow and rain, and we're supposed to plant a pinwheel garden. Okay. So we're going to do that actually at the park, and I was going to look up the name of the park, across from where um, our Child Abuse and Neglect uh, Council is. I think that's Austin Blair, but I'm not sure. I think it is, yes. Um, And then at our own office, then we're going to come back and we're going to do another one on our building, in our yard. Uh, nice. So we'll have uh, blue pinwheels as the sign of child oh, cool. abuse prevention, okay. um, and it's really the supposed to be the symbol of uh, you know childhood should just be carefree and kids shouldn't have to worry about how things are at home or be afraid yeah. and so a blue pinwheel is sort of the the symbol of that and so we use them to we plant pinwheel gardens we hang up pictures and nice. when we're in the office we have coloring contests it's kind of silly but just kind of fun as well yeah how can our viewers <coughs> help in a you guys mentioned the drive mm-hmm. what items do you need in B in bringing awareness what are things that people should be looking for to really look out for and be an advocate for mm-hmm. so we really in terms of support um, CP can is our child abuse prevention council um, and they really could use support all year all, all year round okay. you know so we mm-hmm. we talk about it here in April but um, they fund programs that help support our families, and so 
Um, you know, they get some grants, but they're just a local kind of support for our families. And they also do some great fatherhood programs. Oh. So I think, you know, one of the things that in our work is that we tend to focus on moms mm -hmm. and dads are such an important part of families, right? And, and kids need both moms and dads. And so support for fathers and, you know, even if you're um, not living together as parents, how can you still be involved and, and, um, and help? build up your um, your children with the fatherly love just like motherly love so um, so there's always that financial way that you can support it um, you know the thing about you know we try to make sure people understand there's a difference between neglect and poverty mm -hmm. right okay. they're not the same thing right. sure. some kids don't have what they need but it's because families are living in poverty okay so one of the best things that we can do though for families living in poverty is give them their basic needs okay so food is a huge thing. Um, we've, you know, one of our um, groups, Residents in Action, which oh. I'm part of, has been meeting with, um, you know, members of the community who have um, had food insecurity before, and you just can't imagine how important food is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Kids talk about, you know, I can't, I can't think about learning when I don't have food, mm. you know. Um, and so, same thing with parents. They're so concerned about getting food on the table, yeah. then other things fall to the side. Um, so really helping people get their basic needs met. Food and housing are huge. Okay. What's the best way to, uh, to support the food and housing? Is it financially? Mm -hmm. uh, financially, so there are food banks. There is the South Central Michigan Food Bank, which a lot of our local food banks get food from. You can also donate to our local food banks. There's the, the food pantry that's right over by mm -hmm. uh, CP Can in the park. There's the Emanuel Food Pantry. Um, I think the uh, Church of Nazarene has, has okay. a food pantry. So um, places that you know people can go, they come to my office and apply for food assistance, but that doesn't always happen the exact same day. Yeah. So how do we get food for you know the next um, 24 hours to, before we can get our food yeah. assistance. Yeah. You mentioned um, you know being able to tell the difference between neglect and poverty and I think uh, a lot of us assume right what what mm -hmm. if, if you're concerned what should you do should you should you call yeah you should call yeah if you're concerned about children you should call um, the good thing is so there's a 800 number and um, I can tell everybody what that is but um, you can easily find it as mm -hmm. well. You just Google it, sure. Child Abuse and Neglect in Michigan. Um, but um, we have not just Children's Protective Services programs, we now have a prevention worker. Mm. So if someone calls in a complaint and it's not, it doesn't rise to the level of what would be investigated, we actually can still have someone go out and, and check in with them. It's totally voluntary. Okay. The family can say, no, thank you. Mm -hmm. But they also could say, yeah, we could use a little bit of help. And so, um, so our worker will help them with that as well. Are there any markers that people should look for to kind of differentiate between the two? Mm -hmm. um, you know, we, we tell people if you're concerned, call. Okay. Um, you know, certainly for child abuse, it's, it's the things like bruises and marks that you see on kids that okay. don't seem to have an explanation. Sure. Um, sometimes for, for neglect, it's... Um, kids who come to school in the same clothes day after day after day, mm -hmm. or who uh, don't have uh, lunches and, uh, and don't get school lunch, although I think that is not, you know, almost everybody can get school lunch yeah. now. Um, 
wearing shorts and flip-flops, not teenagers yeah. in January, because <laughs> teenagers will do that anyway, um, you know, but just um, just the kinds of things that, uh, do they are they sick and they're not getting to the doctor mm-hmm. and, okay. and things like that. And again, those things can so easily be, I don't have a doctor, I don't right. have Medicaid, it's not necessarily neglect. Okay. But we will figure that out and we will help them. And so once you've differentiated that, if it just is, you know, the family just can't mm-hmm. supply those things, then you help put them in touch with the organizations that can? We do. Okay. We do. So we have a, um, a supply of Meyer gift cards, which frankly are, are, is a godsend to yeah. us, um, that we can spend throughout the year. Okay. Um, just on Friday, I delivered, you know, a couple of families $50 just to be able to go to Meyer and get some food and things yeah. for yeah. the Easter weekend. Um, but um, we've, we actually had two workers on Friday that took Meyer gift cards and went out and bought pack and plays oh. yeah, because cool. they had been with families who had brand new babies with no cribs. Wow. So they go out, they get a pack and play and they, so these are just the kinds of, um, yeah. you know, small things, but they can make a difference. But there is help out there for, for people. If you're, you know, people trying to get back on their, <clears throat> on their feet. I know you've told me in the past, there's. Uh, money available possibly for transportation or car insurance, something that you're able to help yeah. pay for so you can help people better their financial situations. Right, we can help, help pay fix cars if your car has car trouble. Um, we can help pay for insurance mm-hmm. like once in a lifetime, but we can pay for six months of car insurance. Oh, wow. uh, we can pay back taxes and foreclosure costs. We, we want, our goal is to keep people stable. So right. if people have housing, we want to maintain yeah. that. Absolutely. Eviction notices, we can help with that. Um, and you know, we're going to look at things like, is this affordable? Is it something they can really do yeah. after we pay the crisis? Yeah. But, um, but all of that is important to, to keep families in a, in a stable place. So Zoe, this is such an eye opener for me because I think of your department as, okay, that's who I call if I see or hear of somebody in need. But if I am in need, mm-hmm. I can actually call. You can. And you guys have the resources to help me yes. or, or find the resources from there. That's incredible. Yeah. yeah. I just had a relative who just recently went through. Um, a couple bouts of illness mm-hmm. and couldn't work and so then got in trouble with food and got yeah. in trouble with rent and and I said go to your local office and yep. apply this is exactly the kind of crisis that mm-hmm. we're meant for okay is to help people get through their crisis and then teach them what the resources are yeah. and so that maybe next time they're in crisis they they have it all set they know what to yeah. do or now, I want to know what your trick is for, for compartmentalizing, because I have to believe at the end of the day, you've got a lot of heavy, you know, because you, you want to save everybody, you want to yeah. fix every situation. Do you- I have uh, said very publicly, I think it's because I'm ADD. <laughs> <laughs> I don't ruminate on stuff. Okay. Um, although my kids would say that's that's not true. Maybe my kids I do. Yeah. But um, but I'm, I'm kind of able to just switch topics pretty quickly. Okay. But we have lots. My staff are amazing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Amazing. And they struggle sometimes too. Like yeah. it's just hard to see all of the things that families go through and then just go home at night. So have you seen the the needs change over the last two years with the pandemic and all the changes in the world? Has has your job and role in the community changed? Yeah, I think basic needs has been really the focus okay. for the last couple of years. Um, there was some early research that said, you know, bad things didn't happen behind closed doors when we were all together or, you know, st- had to stay in our in our homes, which I think there was a lot of fear about. Yeah. Um, now we're two years in and yeah. we are starting to see some things that we didn't know about okay. when people were closed up. Um, but I don't, I, so I think it's, we're, it's yet to be known what okay. we're going to see. 
Um, we're, you know, our numbers are actually still down okay. mm -hmm. and we're, you know, our office is moving into a space of, we know that children are much better off with their own parents. Right. Okay. So anything that we can do to keep kids with their families, we're going to do. Um, and, and then, then if we can't, then we talk about the p possibility of filing a petition and, okay. and children going into foster care. But even then, we want to, we want to look at grandmas and grandpas and aunts yeah. and uncles because it, kids are still better off with family members. And, um, and they tell us that when they get older, mm -hmm. they come back and they say, you know, this was really hard on me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you could have kept me with my parents yeah. or put me with my siblings or, and so we're trying to do better and learn from, yeah. from people who have lived through it. There's a, there's a need still for, for foster care. There is. Um, you know, I've, I've told you before, I've been able to watch some friends of mine go through the entire mm -hmm. process. And uh, it's amazing. It went by a lot quicker than I thought it would, yeah. would go. But uh, it's, uh, it's an option out there for people, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. And as I've said, the kids that need it the most right now in Jackson for us are older kids. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and by older kids, we we're talking about age 10 and up. Okay. okay. So, um, but, you know, 13, 14, 15-year-olds, just we have people, it's hard. It's hard to take in those mm -hmm. age kids and love them through all of the mistakes they're going to make. Right. Because they are going to make mistakes. Yeah. And uh, so we do sometimes find home for them. They make a mistake, and it's like, oh, you got to move them. And then that's hard, too. Yeah. So, uh -huh. but it's, it's real, if, if you have a heart for teenagers, we yeah. could use you. Okay. <laughs> for sure. Well, that's a one more call to action for yeah. our viewers to really. Absolutely. Soul search and yes. figure out how they can best help. Yeah. Nice. It's awesome. Great. Thank you uh, so much, Zoe, for being with us Thank this morning. You. We appreciate it. Thank you. Zoe Lyons from the MDHHS. We'll be right back. More of the morning show after this. Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at viewermail at jtv.tv. JTV, news that brings Jackson together. Welcome back to the morning show on JTV. Hey, I know you've been wanting to uh, go for a city swim for the last two years. Nixon Pool will be open Yay! this year after being closed for two seasons due to the COVID-19 pandemic. The city of Jackson is working towards reopening Nixon Water Park for summer 22. So uh, we'll have more information on that as it uh, becomes available. We'd now like to welcome our next guest on today's show, Kyle Lichty from Gus Macker Jackson. How hey, you doing? Hey, Good Kyle. morning, Kyle. Nice to see you, too. You ready for the season? Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, as you know, like any event takes so much time to plan, so sure. I feel like we've been working on it for eight months already. <laughs> so, so Jackson's really become uh, one of the feature, feature tournaments yeah, on the Gus Macker uh, schedule. Talk a little bit about... Uh, kind of the development of the of the Gus Macker in Jackson and kind of where we are today. Yeah, so one of the things that's unique about Macker, there is a corporate organization based out of Belding, basically mm -hmm. like a eight-person business. Okay. And then different cities or random people like me, you know, raise <laughs> their hand and say, hey, we want to bring the tournament to town. So back in 2017, reached out to Jessica Webb, 
And when she was at Experience Jackson and the visitors were like, absolutely, let's get this to town. Nice. And uh, so with that, Mackers Across the Nation are hosted by chambers, visitors bureaus, like the Red Cross, different nonprofits like mm -hmm. that. So for us, because it's kind of independently run, um, we all run it as volunteers. We just want to put together, you know, a robust, fun yeah. event. Um, so it's kind of cool that we have a lot of creative freedom to do so. Yeah. It's just, uh, it's a great event downtown. And, you know, when it was here in the 90s after, you know, and then taking a couple decades off, it's just, it's a perfect, it was a perfect time to bring it back. But uh, Gus Mackers really noticed Jackson, right? Yeah, so that's a big thing too. So 2021 was the first year that Gus himself was actually at the event. Oh, wow. And, you know, her, had a lot of great feedback in this past year. I also went around and like checked out some of the other tournaments, you know, compared to like a participant, just like administratively, what issues are other people dealing okay. with and how can we expand creatively? Um, so when Gus saw it, he started drinking the Kool-Aid right away. And of course, like the community's so supportive like everyone just walking up and giving the staff coffee and Aww. you know making sure they're having a nice day at the hotels i'm like nice. that really is a pretty powerful thing to see firsthand yeah. compared to me like telling people to go yeah. <laughs> you know make them feel welcome mm -hmm. you just saw the full support of the community come downtown so i need you to back up now because you mentioned now so mm -hmm. gus macker is an actual individual can you give us a little history on him and how it came to be at all yeah so scott mcneil and his brother started a I believe it was a two-on-two -two game in his driveway back in <laughs> the 70s or real early 80s and put a couple dollars in the pot then grew to the street then grew to some tournaments used to have over 2,000 courts in play, which wow. is remarkable. Um, so you think at, of Ludington as like the biggest in the nation now with around 700, 800 teams. Wow. I mean, there were teams that had five to 10 times that amount oh my gosh. before. It's crazy. What's, uh, what's the weekend look like in uh, July here, Kyle? Yeah, so we're actually adding something this year that we're kind of stealing it away from the corporate office, but we're adding the Macker Hacker golf outing nice. on the 20th. So we're gonna be doing that That's at Calderon. Um, have a $2,000 skins pot just for registering. Wow. Um, a car giveaway from Art Main for a hole-in-one. Cardinal Insurance doing 10 grand if you hit a hole-in-one in another hole. Nice. Looking to do some like Macker type prizes cool. throughout that event. Just you know, just to be different than a normal golf outing. Nice. Um, so that's really when it kicks off. Then Thursday, we'll get to some of the behind the scenes setup. Okay. Friday, more of the invasive uh, setup with different activities okay. starting Friday night. So we have our heroes tournament from County National Bank on mm -hmm. Friday. We might be adding a teacher's tournament as well. Oh, so thought it'd be cool, you know, get, you know, if you're science teachers coming, you're gonna go downtown to yeah. root them, you know, to root yeah. them on, so. Looking to add that then full on, three on three, uh, three game minimum for all divisions Saturday oh and gosh. Sunday. That's so awesome. fun. And the dates again, the tournament is July 22nd, 23rd, the 24th? 23rd and 24th are traditional macro gameplay, but okay. festivities begin the 20th. Nice. Yeah, and uh, you want to be down here for the dunk contest. That's my favorite. Yeah, and that's actually one of the big changes this year. Uh, we have interns help plan the event, and one of our interns has never been to Jackson before. Oh. And he was just wa walking through a, about a, two months ago. He's like, why, why do we have the adults by the park and not the kids? Don't know, man. Let's flip it all yeah. around. Yeah. So we're actually shifting the event completely, that there's going to be the kid and youth tournament uh, 
gameplay happening closer to Blackman Park. Oh, okay. nice. So right in front of you is going to be the top menace division in the dunk contest. Oh, nice. fine. So compared to having that in the minute in the middle of the intersection, top men's going to be right in front of JTV, the Rocket Lab. Nice. Cool. So That'll kinda, be awesome. Yeah. Different, different vibe. Good. We'll have to invite people up to our uh, luxury suite to watch. That'll Absolutely. Be a, that'll be a lot of fun. So, can well, I come? You can. Yeah, you can. So uh, what's your favorite part of the weekend? I mean, I, I, one of my favorite parts is watching you run around. Yeah. I think sure. you asked me for a hacksaw last year. Uh, yeah, hacksaw <laughs> or bulk. Yeah, hacksaw. It was a hacksaw. Oh, my gosh. Um, it, the funny thing is this event is a breeze when it actually happens. Because, okay. like, we have volunteers. Macker has her own staff. I basically just, like, hang out and play basketball and just like talk to kids and families once we get past like 11 a.m. on Saturday. Yeah. So once we, you know, once registration is done, like registration seems like that's where a lot can go wrong. You know, if people didn't fill out the wrong, you know, they put the wrong yeah. height, the oh, wrong age, yeah. something like that. So once we get through that, it's pretty chill. And then when it gets to Sunday morning, then you get the parents of 12 year old girls starting to be a problem yelling at each other. Oh gosh. Um, so, you know, as long as the parents, like, we've never had issues with players. So as long as the parents truly of the 11 to 12 and 13 to 14 year old girl, right. girl divisions behave, we'll be fine. He's right. I have an 11 year old daughter. So, it, so you're one I, of no, those parents not, we have to hire security no, for? No, it's not me. It's not me. But it's just something about that age yep. division. It's wild. Yeah, that's oh crazy. Oh, my gosh. There's nothing, nothing you can do. Uh, are you still looking for sponsors? Yeah, so this year, the, tur the basketball tournaments presented by County National Bank, Art Main, and Henry Ford. Uh, so Henry Ford's first year on as a sponsor at nice. all for us, so we're pretty stoked to be partnering with them. Um, but the golf outing is basically wide open, okay. from whole sponsors to the presenting sponsor. Okay. Also, basketball has quite a few opportunities. Then if you sponsor basketball, you get golf half off. Oh, so nice. that's cool. you get sponsored basketball, get half off a presenting sponsorship for golf. So that's pretty wicked. That's Perfect. very cool. What's the deadline for uh, teams to enter? So it's the 5th of July for basketball. Um, you know, we, there's a week where we got to figure out how big are some of these divisions? Are we splitting? Do, do we want to split a division and try to get more teams? So there's always a little bit of wiggle room right there. But the 5th is the hard date to get in um the golf outing looking to have 36 foursomes for that so nice. once that fills it's full and you said that's at calderon yep nice nice that's the gonna be so uh, fun. when when you first took on kind of this role did you see it becoming as as big as it is and you know kind of talk about the you know the county and the way we've kind of built up around this thing it just seems like a perfect storm yeah like that's one of the things that I really wanted to do. So I used to run another festival in town and it was it was like purely for adults. Mm -hmm. And you really look at it and there's for a athletic type activity and then something that's 70% kids, like it's very unique, you know, in terms of the overall makeup. Cause yeah. it's either you have an event for kids or for adults. You don't see too many where both are the mm -hmm. active participants nice. in it. Um, so with that, you know, we knew that would be the staple then we want to expand creatively to other sports so if we had like one different sport competition or whatever per day of the week you know it could be fishing could be golf could be uh my dreams to do like a macker for volleyball and oh, import you know 80 semis worth of sand to like Alishart park or something but uh, you know that's there's a lot of uh 
resourcing that I'm not prepared to do <laughs> right now for well, that Well, I like one, the but. vision. I think you just put it out there in the universe, so maybe now exactly. it'll come to fruition. Sand is hard to get. Did you know that? Sand. Is it? Oh, it's expensive. Yep. Very expensive. Yeah. Well. $2,100 a semi. So. Oh, my. Oh, <laughs> well, on the research. <laughs> but, uh, How many semis do we need to make that happen? Uh, I, I calculated if we do a volleyball thing someday, it'd be minimally 80. Wow. So. Oh, stars. Wow. Okay. Wow. If you want it, you know done the right way. Yeah. But, but then that resource would be there for the community to enjoy yeah. once the tournament's over, right? Yeah, well, that's, you know, that's the thought. So, like, with the basketball tournament, yes, it is one day. The golf outing's one day. So what could we do that could have a greater mm -hmm. impact on the community? Yeah. You know, but then again, I don't own property, and I'm not putting up <laughs> 40 volleyball courts. Right well, now. so now the Gus Macker is uh, just fine. So, Absolutely. Yeah, it's a great event. Uh, encourage everyone to get signed up, and don't wait too late. And if you want to just come hang out, walk around. It is uh, probably the best free entertainment you'll have all summer. Yeah, pretty cool. Something for all ages. Nice. Cool. Thanks, well, we Kyle. will pray for a great weather and a wonderful turnout. Absolutely. Kyle it's warmer than today. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Kyle. Kyle Lichty from Gus Macker Jackson. We'll be right back. Dan Macknick will be on The Morning Show. Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at viewermail at jtv.tv. JTV, news that brings Jackson together. With us now on The Morning Show from Willis and Macknick Financial Services, Dan Macknick. Good morning, Dan. Hey, guys. How are you guys doing? Good morning. Good. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Happy you... Tax Day. Yeah. Wait. Wait. Happy tax, ex tax Extension Day. Uh, oh, yeah. I thought we were going to talk about <laughs> No, I don't want to talk about taxes. Let's move on. <laughs> let's, talk about, uh, let's talk about inflation, Dan. <laughs> yes. Okay, good. Yeah. So, I haven't done anything about this in a while. That's all, that's all we're hearing kind of about, you know, it's, it's kind of the, the headlines, right, or inflation. Yeah, right. Uh, we haven't really dealt with that uh, in our lifetime. Sure. Um, how does that Maybe not in our life, or maybe not in his well, lifetime. You, you we both were too we young to have your own money when the last inflation <laughs> happened, so let's not age you guys too much. Right, right. But, uh, you know, what should we be aware of as, uh, as consumers? So yeah, everything is coming up in price, right? So yeah. I remember our first mortgage when we lived in Chicago was at six and a quarter percent. And yeah. uh, our mortgage now is at less than three. Yeah. Right. So it's now it's back up over five. So everything is getting more expensive. I don't know if you've noticed that when you went to the gas pump or yeah. not. The grocery store. The grocery store, the gas pump, it, restaurants. Yeah. I mean, everything is creeping up. Yeah. So it's, it's really important at this point in time, take a look at your investment portfolio, make sure that you're invested in things that are going ahead and keep pace with mm -hmm. inflation. Okay. Cash right now, um, yeah, rates are gonna come up eventually, but you're still not keeping pace. Right. right. So year over year inflation last month was at 8%. Jeez. So prices are around 8% higher, even if we don't include food and energy. So yeah. that's substantial. Yeah. Make sure your investment portfolio is positioned in, in order to take advantage of that. So I'm guessing that if they're with the right financial planner, you're reaching out to people talking about any changes that they should be considering based on the state of the world or, or did they? Yeah, without question. Yeah. I, think, I think it's important to be proactive. You know, okay. We build our portfolios with the assumption that markets aren't always gonna be positive, that there are yeah. going to be challenges. So it's, it's making sure the core, the foundation components within your portfolio are sound and good. Okay. And then when you're reaching out for ancillary holdings or satellite holdings, make sure that you're well positioned for things like inflation, for mm -hmm. things yeah. now you can't predict geopolitical things necessarily, yeah. but you know, let's make sure that, that we're not taking undue risk. 
yeah. where it's not needed. Yeah, the headlines, you know, around around the world, they're they're scary, right? You've yeah. got the the war going on, um, and I think you know every day, uh, the everyday population, you know, we really don't know. You know, so it is important to trust people that do that research and, and understand the trends. Sure. Um, agreed, 100%. I think there's there are something like 67% of people don't work with a financial professional. What? I mean, yeah. I, Jen probably goes nuts when they list their homes oh, themselves. Yeah. It's the same yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, right. It's great. And, you know, I bought Tesla five years ago and, you know, what a great investment that was. But what, what do you do when it becomes a meme stock? What do you do yeah. when, you know, you're not sure what the future holds? So... I always like to say goals-based investing is not real sexy, but it always yeah. works. It's tried and true. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say uh, congratulations. You were uh, recently uh, recognized as a Fidelity Advisor uh, Advisory Council yeah. member, nice. which, uh, which 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 speaks a lot uh, to um, to your work over the few, uh, last few years, and you're also uh, been acknowledged by Forbes as well. Yeah, so I joined, it was an invitation-only thing to the Forbes Finance Council, which was really neat. And that was, uh, that was an honor because you have to, you have to demonstrate right. your capability in a few different areas, uh, share financials with them, um, sort of give blood and do all that fun <laughs> stuff. But, yeah. So that was really unique. And then uh, more recently, Fidelity came out. It's, it's a testament to our team, yeah. mm -hmm. uh, to the clients that we serve, because now our, as our clients age, you know, they have more sophisticated issues yeah. that we have to try to... Yeah. you know, hurdle and help them get through and help them get beyond. And, um, you know, we always like to say we want to help you reach your goals and financial dignity. And um, it's a testament to our team, too. Yeah. I mean, nice. everybody at our shop does a great job. And, you know, we're excited to do what we do every day. Andy mentioned, you know, kind of the headlines every day. Mm -hmm. I mean, it just seems like there's a lot of dismal news out there. Do you get a lot of panic phone calls d depending on what the headlines are that day? <laughs> so we don't, strangely, we don't get a lot of panic phone calls. No. We're yeah. very interactive with our clients. Okay. We reach out to them a lot. We meet with them a lot. We're face-to-face -face with them a lot. So it, it kind of prepares them for things that, that maybe we don't see necessarily coming, but yeah. when you're reinforcing an investment strategy that's, that is coupled with a really sound financial plan, really helps mitigate emotions. You can pull your emotions mm -hmm. off the table, then you're not making you know, knee-jerk reactions yeah. or, or decisions based on what's happening out there. Is it ever too late to start planning? So no, never too late. That's a <laughs> common question yes. that I get. No, it's never too late, but there's always a cost of waiting. Sure. So I, I always like to tell our young retirement plan participants that uh, the number one ally that they have is, is in the windshield is their, their time. Yeah. So you want to have a long, long off ramp. Yeah. It can be intimidating, you know, uh, maybe you and your spouse, you don't have any money, but you can still come see you, correct? Without question. Yeah. I think if you, know, you have assets that are tied up in your, in your company's retirement plans, mm -hmm. And we can't necessarily help direct those assets um, ourselves. We can still construct a financial plan and still help advise you on those mm -hmm. assets. So oh, nice. as a yeah. certified financial planner, we're allowed to do that. We are fiduciaries, which means we act in our client's best interest. Yeah, I think um, we should start a committee of people in our like industries that mm -hmm. deal with such important financial choices that people make and have a high school class. That's a you know, great like idea. A, a financial readiness class that talks about that because I mean, we, we had some, like, how to balance a checkbook yeah, and things like yeah. that, but nothing really talking about for the future. And I saw something really interesting last week that was something like, if at 18 you start sacking away $50 mm -hmm. per paycheck, and then that amount that you sack away increases at the same rate that your pay increases, sure. you will retire 
a multimillionaire yeah. as long as you did it the right way. Sure. Well, who doesn't? I mean, that seems like the most valuable information you could give to a you young You know who person. talks about that? People in their 30s and 40s who didn't do that. <laughs> because we wish we that. had to. I know. Yeah, yeah, that's, we, that's exactly it right. Is, it is true. If you never saw it, if you never, you know, it's never a tangible $50 yeah. that you had, you know, it's just automatically taken mm -hmm. out or withdrawn from your account or however you work it out, you really don't miss it. Mm -hmm. And then you can just work your budget around that knowing that, I mean, you're going to be on a budget for the rest of your life, regardless of your income, right? Let's make sure that later in life, it's a little bit more comfortable when maybe you can't work or work a couple jobs if sure. you need to or whatever the case might be. Yeah, there's a lot of components that go into that. What's the right thing to do? Is it Roth? Is it traditional? Mm -hmm. yeah. um, you know, and, and there are resources out there that can help. I, I missed the boat by a little bit. I think I started contributing when I was 21. Oh, but yeah, it's, wow. But it really pays off. Yeah. Um, I was fortunate. I had that guidance around the dinner yeah. table when I was a kid, right. but not nice. everybody has that. Yeah. I've been fortunate enough to have been invited a couple of times to Spring Arbor to speak to their some of their finance students. Nice. That's helpful because they're not necessarily in the dedicated workforce yet. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, and again, uh, you know, a lot of people are afraid to ask those difficult questions. So uh, finding someone like Dan who can answer those questions um, in a way that you understand them is very important. <laughs> right, right. We like to give the USA Today version. Yeah. I was going to say, can you dumb it down for me <laughs> so I can So um, as we look into uh, spring, anything mm -hmm. we should be kind of focused on? So um, inflation is going to continue to be an issue. Mm -hmm. I think uh, most of the bad news is in. I do think we've seen the market's bottom for the year. Okay. That happened in early March. Okay. It, it went down there and it went down there again. And mm -hmm. now I think we're recovering, although today is not really indicative of that. But I, I do think the markets will grind higher from this point. I do think it's going to be a struggle for the bond market this year as okay. rates are going to continue to come up. Uh, mortgages maybe hopefully slow down a little bit. I know housing inventory is in rough shape. So uh, hopefully we've got all the bad news in front of us yeah. and or behind us, yeah, I should behind say. Us, I yeah. hope so. yeah. Willis and uh, Magnick, a huge supporter of the community and I know we'll be able to see you at a ton of events coming up and wanted to thank you for sponsoring yeah. our Player of the Week and Player of the Year yeah. on JTV Sports. You are welcome. It's proud we, for us to partner with you guys yeah, and, and likewise in the community. So kudos Absolutely. to you guys. Absolutely. Looking forward to, uh, to getting out and about. Gus Mack, mm -hmm. are you getting a team? No, I am not getting a team unless you and someone else play on it. No, I think I would uh, coach. Yeah, exactly. You should play. Now, you know, I'm, I'll be 40 by the time that, that, hit, that turns around. I think you so. both should. Come we'll on. Watch. Yeah, we'll that watch. Yeah, that sounds great. Right. We'll yeah. be athletic I don't, They don't make knee braces that are good enough yet. Yeah. <laughs> Dan, thanks for, uh, thanks for all you guys have done and uh, appreciate, appreciate the time today. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Appreciate you having me on. Dan Macknick from Willis & Macknick Financial Services. We'll be right back after this. Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at viewermail at jtv.tv. JTV, news that brings Jackson together. Welcome back to the morning show on GATV. Hope everyone's having a great Monday. And if we get through these first couple of days, the end of the week is going to be nice. Yes, I know, like really nice. Really, like really nice. 70 degrees and sunshine. I have some news that I didn't know was going to be as uh, favorable to you as it is. But Taco Bell is bringing back the Mexican pizza for the first time in over two years. And I had a question prepared. Uh, what is your favorite fast food item 
if you had to go get something. Hands down, Mexican pizza at Taco this. Bell. Like I was devastated when they made that decision. I mean, my whole life, that is what I have always gotten from Taco Bell. Mm -hmm. So I just can't believe that my Facebook post made this happen. We're, yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. So um, is that like something you had when you were younger, mm -hmm. when you were drinking a lot? Oh, I mean, it, just, it, you liked way it. before that, it's like a as a child. It yeah, like a it's fancy. just like my favorite thing ever. It's delicious. I'm going to get you one when mm. they come out and you are going to fall in love with it. It's fantastic. I've had one. You have? I have. And one. you don't love it? Uh, just, I really, you know, I like three hard shell tacos if I'm going to get that. Oh, okay. Just three hard so, shell tacos. So, you know, it's not a hard shell taco. It's like a, a light and airy fried thing. I mean, it is fantastic. So this was great news for me. I saw it posted on Facebook and I thought it somebody was like... It comes in a like, little a box that you open? Yeah, and I heard that was part of the problem is that those containers are expensive. And so when they were cutting costs because of COVID. Really? Yeah, that, huh. that was part of the issue. But we will not go without our Mexican pizzas anymore. May 2022, it's coming back. Uh, I will try one, see what they taste like. I'm All sure right. they're delicious. What is um, your favorite other I, than a milkshake? A double cheeseburger from McDonald's. Yeah. If I had to get one thing, it would be, hey. <laughs> Do you make any adjustments or you just order it as it is? If I had time to make an adjustment, I would just have it with ketchup and cheese. Okay. Also like Culver's, Brandon. I like Culver's. You I like Culver's. Culver's. What's your favorite, Brandon? I really like the Arby's roast beef. But yeah? Mexican pizza is in my top <laughs> Arby's roast Ooh, nice. beef and the guy's laughing nice. at me. Arby's <laughs> roast beef. <laughs> that is good. That's great. Oh, so can you imagine having as much money as Elon Musk? No. No. So do you think he's going to buy Twitter? I mean, I don't think it's a matter of whether or not he's going to. It's whether or not they're going to let him. We should have asked our financial guru before I he know. left. But it's interesting. I don't know. He's just a very interesting guy, huh? Yeah. I watched a interview with him last week, and um, it sounds like he's uh, he's going to he's taking this all the way. Yeah. So, and he's offered. Um, $10 over a share, pretty much, of what the shareholders have it at. Which, so. that's going to be compelling. I mean, yeah. the board has to act in the best interests of its shareholders, so we'll see. But I saw an article um, interviewing somebody that he dated. Really? It was like, it was awful. Oh, He's sure. the biggest penny pincher in the world, and yeah, he, sure. like, you know, he does not splurge well, on sure. the things I mean, that you and I would splurge on no, if mean, we could. I don't, I'm sure conversation with him is not, uh, I'm sure he's not great at intimate conversation. Can you imagine? No, I can't. I, I, again, I'd have to say, dumb it down, Elon. Yeah, dumb it down. Yeah, I think he probably talk, talks an awful lot about himself and his ideas. And when you're someone like that, you don't really have time for uh, companionship. So where did you find out the person that he used to date? He's oh, like, I'm sure it was on some very reputable um, oh, online site. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure it was. So we'll have to, uh, it was just a compelling said something like Elon Musk's ex upset yeah. because he will not spend a dime. Yeah. I'm surprised that he won't when he has, uh, is he the richest man? He is the richest man in the world. Hey, that's all we have for you today. Join us tomorrow. We'll have Jerry Slack. He's the head baseball coach at Michigan Center High School. And then later today on Bart Show, State Rep Julie Alexander, Laura Reum from the Community Action Agency, Anna McClure and Jesse Rayberg from Lumen Christie, and Aaron Inbody from, and Janelle Merritt from American One Credit Union. That's all for today. Thanks for watching. Bye-bye.
Welcome to this week's episode of The Locker Room, brought to you by County National Bank. Coming up on today's show, we talk with Matt Damaris and Coach Jerry Slack as the Michigan Center community on 